Is there somebody named Joe Byron or somebody? Is that a person? Like a politician? Uh-huh. Yeah, not Biden, Byron. Like Byron. Like Byron. I don't know. Janessa. I was, I, I was listening to a podcast and somebody was mentioning how Joe, whoever Joe Byron was, oh, was talking about how people, I guess, should go back to work to help fill up the downtowns and stuff because people, everybody's working virtually that the downtowns and the restaurants, maybe the businesses and stuff, I guess, don't get as much. I don't know. I don't know. I I thought that was Biden. Am I wrong? I thought he did say that. I did. He. I thought he did say we shouldn't be teleworking anymore. We need to go back to the office. I'm the wrong one. I just I I, I heard it through somebody else through a podcasters. They were talking about it. I, well, they, I I think it was a tweet he um, President Biden had put out saying something to the effect that we needed to go back in office and not telework, and it caused mm-hmm. like a bunch of you know, backlash because teleworking for some, for a lot of people has been helpful for sure. in terms of white, you know, work-life balance in terms of office space and overhead costs, businesses are saving money. So, you know, I know a lot of businesses are even considering tele incorporating more mm-hmm. telework mm-hmm. moving forward. So mm-hmm. maybe but I guess, cause, but you also got the people who do the, uh, what's it called? Um, I can't think of the, the proper term, but they they own these buildings and you know and 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 have businesses and stuff in the building. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Who normally would be paying, yeah, you know, for these buildings, and now like they're suffering. I think even like you know the local sandwich shop and shit that's downtown. You know, most people may go there for lunch yeah. during their break. They're not going no more because they're at home. Yeah. You right. know, so unless somebody's Uber eating or whatever. You know, it's 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 a, so I I get both sides. I guess what I'm getting. So I was yeah. I was just curious was that happening in Atlanta, or was people still downtown? I feel like Atlanta's open. I said I feel like people still downtown. <laughs> Wide open. Working though, working. Are they working downtown? I know they downtown, like out and about leisurely. But are people going to work downtown? Or are they at the crib? Because when I say Atlanta's open, I mean that's what I mean. You yeah. know, all those attractions and stuff, the CNN Center, like those people are. Mm. Um, back they in the down, office. They're down there, right? right. I yeah, you. I mean, like even think about uh, the Hawks. They're playing at State Farm, you know. So Atlanta United. So every, I mean, the people who work in those businesses and stuff, they there. Gotcha. Kelly, we can, we can definitely hear your text messages. Sorry, oh. <laughs> I was telling them I was on the podcast <laughs> that I could be talking. I'm just kidding. All right. They said okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the group text now. <laughs> well, in that case, boom of the worst ones podcast this is the safe place for pks preachers kids to come and talk and do what we do uh my name is rudy wilson i'm pk we got jay rihanna in the building we got kelly leasy in the building who apparently will not do on instagram but if you text her you can get you can reach her (laughs) she has that wide open text line is wide open uh not instagram but shout out Terry Wayne in his absence. He is in New York, uh, crushing the stages, uh, making people laugh. And so uh, I'm sure he's doing well in his absence. Kelly, how, how are you doing? One, let me say um, just some some behind the scenes. I love how Terry sent us the flyer. Uh, for the comedy show today to remind us that he wasn't coming. <laughs> this, this, this is what I got going on. <laughs> <laughs> Sit the whole flyer. <laughs> he has to let us know he was booked and busy. I'm doing some real shit today, guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to be small time stuff that I didn't right. see out. 
I'm in New York tonight. So, sorry, that was random, but a little behind the scenes. But um, no, I'm doing well. Um, no, no complaints. Um, I started Bel Air. You guys watch Bel Air? Yes, love I it. Started Bel Air Saturday. I am. Let me look. Five minutes from being caught up. So I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that when I when I get off here. I'm loving it. Um, great show, excellent show. Are there more episodes coming? Is that what happens? Yeah, they're released. I think every Thursday. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah one episode a week. It's it, think, okay. it's it should be like eight or nine out right yeah, now. Yeah, it's eight. Yeah, it's eight out now. Mm. Um, and see, I don't like that every week stuff. I like to binge. So now mm. I'm like, boo! Now I gotta wait every week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, that's that's been a highlight um of my week this week. Started that Saturday, like I said, five so minutes. You, you like you like the the drama dramatic twist. Yeah, I like it. I mean, and I don't I don't even really compare it to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like, yeah, I don't. I see it as two totally separate shows. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like at this point, by episode eight. I've forgotten that the names are even the same. You know, it's just like sure. it's a whole different show. For sure. Um, I but I do, so. yeah. I have I have really enjoyed it. Um, I've been excited to come home in the evenings to to watch it when I can stay up long enough. Um <laughs> to, to do so. So otherwise I will, I will I will shout them out on this, and it's no shade to light-skinned people, but they do do a good job of of having a dark-skinned cast, like a predominantly dark-skinned cast, which you you don't, you rarely see in general and even in black shows, like like the mm -hmm. main cast being not only black people, but these like dark-skinned people. Like, right. you know, you know right. I mean, obviously you had, because even in the original Banks family, like Uncle Phil, light-skinned, but then the mama dark-skinned, but then, you know, uh, Hillary light-skinned, you know, so it, it was, it, it was kind of like, which is real life. I'm not saying that's unrealistic. But as far as like choosing a cast, like the fact that they chose to just make, you know, choose a bunch of, no offense, black ass people, like they, you know, I thought that was pretty because, right because that's realistic too. Mm -hmm. You know, there are black people who have, you know, darker skin, uh, husband, children, everybody right. in the family is chocolate, right. but you don't see that often. So not on TV, sure. yeah. For sure. So no, I really, I really, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. So. That's what I've been doing. These days. <laughs> I went to the gym this afternoon today, so I know we were testing that out. <laughs> um, went to the gym at 5.30 to 6.30. Feel like I got a little more energy. You see more energy. Now. Uh, yeah, I got a little more energy now than when I go at 5, 6 in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, so I think on Wednesdays, I'm going to keep my 5.30 to 6.30 time because, I yeah, I'm a little more energetic because last week I was dragging. Oh. Tired. <laughs> Tired. Just wanted to let the people know. <laughs> I know y'all care about my gym schedule. <laughs> we can. Jerry right. Arnold, what's popping? Oh, nothing much. New school semester. Um, getting some stuff together for the garden. I've already bought a few things. Um, I'm excited. I've got jalapeno plants, bell peppers collards cabbage watermelon um okay. yeah so i i just you know gotta put it all together and put it out there i think the biggest challenge i'm gonna have this year is keeping critters away because i've already seen cats and possums and um those are bigger critters than chickmunks and squirrels so didn't terry give you some tips last time or something didn't he, he gave me some, yeah, I, you know, there's like natural things, you know, that people say you can use to make it deter or whatever, but, and I'm going to try them, but I'm also going to get like a fence or something because oh I'll be dogged on if I put all this effort and time and I grow something beautiful and then I come up one morning and it has a big old bite mark in it or something, I will be pissed. Okay. Like in Atlanta, y'all got deers too. So like that's a that thing. too. Coyotes. We get all sorts of stuff around here. Yep. And mm. then yeah. So we'll see. But I'm good. Just kind of mellow right now. And I I went back to kickball practice yesterday. Oh, how was and that? Did you stop going to kickball practice? <laughs> I hurt myself. I had pulled a muscle in my thigh. Mm. Doing, at kickball? No, 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 not at kickball. Oh. 
and um, I had to sit down for it. Like, you doing twerking? What was going on? Yeah, she did what it say. She she skipped over that, so I wasn't go ask. No, I I was being clumsy and trip. <laughs> Like, <laughs> she didn't say, so I was just gonna say, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't kickball, keep it moving. No, I was just being clumsy and trip, so I had to take a break, but went back to kickball. And my gosh, it's not any better yesterday mm. than it was two weeks ago. Mm. And I'm low key, like, questioning, is this? Yes. Is this for me? Yes. And yes. what I came to the conclusion, Kelly, is I'm gonna do it one season. Okay. You gotta finish the season. And that's it. I'm not going to commit to any more or any less. I'm only gonna commit to the two practices and the games. And you know. And see what happens at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also said that I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be LeBron, you know. I'm not trying to be Kobe or Michael, you know. I'm I'm not trying to be Tom Brady or Michael Vick. None of them folks. I'm trying to be like who's the kicker for for um for at lift? <laughs> I think his name is Yo Johan. Like I'm clutch when you need me. Okay. I am clutch when you need me, but don't don't put me in. All the time and think I'm gonna perform. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay. All right. You just can't quit. It's not okay to quit. I'll tell you what my coach tells me it's okay. Is she frozen? With the stank face. Right. <laughs> right. Because at first I'm like, she holding that for a long time. <laughs> wait, wait. I think she's frozen. <laughs> now. Okay. There you go. Rudy's moving slow. And Kelly, you were frozen. <laughs> <laughs> It's you. It's me. It's you. We 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 both saw you like this. Right. You got caught like that. Yeah, they caught you. Right. (laughs) Um. Well, I'm doing fine. Uh, like no one ever really asked. You just tell I was us. about to say, how are you, Rudy? Yeah, I, I just know it's always my turn last, so I just always throw it out there. But uh, I'm doing fine. Um, I'll be headed to Fort Walton Beach uh, this. What's today? Today's Wednesday, Friday. This Friday, um, for a show, and then I'll be headed to Tampa. For a week, do the podcast and stuff, and then I'm heading with that big my, purple background. With the big purple background. Mm-hmm. When, what week is that? That's in two weeks. That's next week. With the guest. Well, I can. Well, as far as for this podcast, I can. If y'all really hate it, I can make the adjustment. But I meant that I'm I'm going to be in Tampa doing yeah. that podcast. Or whatever. Gotcha. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be in Tampa for that podcast. Right. Um. But yeah, if you if you guys don't, you know, please not with the guest. I don't think it matters, but I care. Uh, <laughs> but cares. Um, clearly, our five hundred million thousand followers. I said that wrong. Care too. <laughs> it's okay. Well, you keep, you're consistent with five hundred million, so we 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 know it's at least that much, uh, or at least one. Um, I what I was saying. Oh, and then I'll be in Miami. That following Saturdays, whatever day, April second, I have a show in Miami that one day, and then I'll come back to Jacksonville. Uh, so Fort Walton Beach, Tampa, Miami, back to Jacksonville. Fort Walton Beach is in Florida. It's in Florida. Yeah, it's in the Panhandle. It's it's uh it's actually in a different time zone. That's how far over it is. Hmm, it's in the Alabama and Central, whatever time zone. Yep. Okay. Um. So yeah. Um. That about it. Okay. Other than that, just driving Uber, talking to people. I would like you a know, sound. Writing, writing scripts, telling jokes at night. Living uh, the life. Rudy, when can we be in the when can we be in the script? Uh, I mean, I didn't know you were interested in acting. I mean, you can be in whenever, I guess. I you know, I didn't know that was a a thing that you wanted to be in. But yeah, I can. You can make I'll try it. I'm not a professional. <laughs> I'm not a 
I like she, she tells me that like I like I've been <laughs> seeing her winning Oscars and stuff. <laughs> I, I got you, Janessa. Trust me. I'm not. A, I'm not a professional. Either. We'll be on the same level. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. I'm the critiquer. I'm the one at the end that says, "Nope, not it. <laughs> um, you need to. You need to change this part. We got real long and kind of boring." <laughs> You need to yeah. fire that actress. <laughs> another one. That's my job. <laughs> I didn't like her shoes. Right. Wardrobe. Right. right. <laughs> I didn't like her. <laughs> right. Oh, the wigs are the worst. Listen. The Tyler Perry wigs. The Tyler worst. Perry wig. Listen. That's my job. But Medea's Medea's lace front was laid on um Medea's homecoming. That that thing was melted. And <laughs> I stopped watching Medea so long ago. I ain't seen a Medea movie in. Me too, but I decided to watch Homecoming. It was on Netflix. Yes, I know it was on Netflix. Yeah. Medea, mm-hmm. uh, boo. I know she made a boo and a boo too, and I've seen both. But that second one is hysterical. You hear me? Like, <laughs> I haven't seen I, it. I was surprised at how hard I was laughing. I was like, yo, like this, this is a this is one of the funniest Medea movies I've seen in a long time. Like, not I, not one was funny, but I'm talking about Boo Two. Boo Two. I gotta watch it. I'm gonna have to watch it. That shit was funny. All right. Anyways, let's get on to the podcast to the topic. Ooh, the topic is more behind the scenes. We have no <laughs> idea what the topic is. Usually, we have like a couple, an hour or two, <laughs> thirty yeah. minutes. To process. But Terry's not here. Usually when he's not here, I have to get I get to thinking, you know what I'm saying? Uh try to think of like, you know, things that we could talk about either pertaining to us as PKs or even to dealing with just say pastors or preachers or whatever. because uh, I know we talk about, you know, a lot of different things, our opinions on how God feels about war, stuff like that. And all those things definitely are good conversations. But I, I try to, when I come up with a, a topic, pull it into the whole PK realm. And it's kind of hard because those conversations do kind of run thin. Uh, uh, but I was able to, 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 to uh, what do you call it, like pull up this one. Um, and it's not really dealing with PKs, but the, the title, if you will, how I did it is Unmarried Pastors, right? And, re- and what made me bring up the whole Unmarried Pastors thing, because I was thinking about, like, what's <laughs> For one, what's all of our thoughts on a pastor, male or female, you know, passing a church and and not being married and just what that looks like on in every aspect. Um, but then also, I also thought about the church that I grew up in, New Beginning, uh, New Beginning Full Gospel Baptist oh, Church. Um, Bishop Morton ain't been married my entire life. Now, I'm sure he might have been married at some point in time, but I'm saying in the 32 years that I've been living and was in that church, this man was single. And then I thought about it even further. I never heard about him being with any woman. Like, Me either. I never heard about him like smashing nobody. I never heard Me about scandal. I never heard about him being with a man. I never heard about him being with nothing. Like, I never heard like nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. I don't know if maybe because we were kids. They did a good job of hiding it. Maybe there was nothing to tell. I don't know. But that that definitely did. What, what's up? I know. You know what? About y'all pastor. But I ain't oh. going to tell that man business like that on the camera. Why? What's the point of <laughs> but he's dated. Let me say this. He, he, has, he has definitely dated women. <laughs> you mentioned both of y'all frozen. So maybe it's me. Oh, they okay. Rudy's oh, back. No. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm fine. Janessa's not frozen. Is she? Yeah, she's just holding. Up. She might be. She a little. <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> she's frozen. <laughs> but okay, so you say he dated. Go He's dated here. women. Right. I'll, I'll say that. There's some people. Your, your, your dad put him, hook him up with a homegirl or something. <laughs> nah, I just know one of the women that he dated. Oh, gotcha. Mm. Good to know, honestly. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I, I'm telling you, like to this day. <laughs> Until you just said something, I had never heard anything about him and a woman outside of the mother of his wife, well, was his ex-wife, because I'm not even sure if they were married, because I don't even know, I don't know 
Kim and Jason, they they mom. I just know them, the kids who are older than me. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know anything about his love life. No, I know of a woman that he dated. I mean, did, did they date for a while at least? Like, did it work a little bit? Or um, I don't know the details of it. I was younger. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah. Well, that's I, what's can't, up. I can't confirm that he dates women. Yep. Okay. You say you? Oh, you say you can confirm? I that can. Yes. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh. But so, but so, but so that, that that did play a part, and I and I do have one more question aspect that I'll bring in later. But for now, what you know, just what are you guys' thoughts on unmarried pastors? So I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna let somebody else go because I actually never really thought about it because most pastors that I've encountered have been married, mm-hmm. and I never even until you just said about Bishop Morton. Um, I never even thought about him not being married. But the moment you said it, I was just like, oh, I know someone he used to date. Um, And so, no, he wasn't married, you know. And so it never, I guess, crossed my mind as anything of concern, Um, in my opinion. I'm interested to hear you guys' thoughts as, you know, having a pastor that wasn't married. Um, But it's never crossed my mind to me anointing is anointing and we know that bishop morton is anointed to preach you know so yeah i don't i really don't have any thoughts right now but i'm interested to hear what what you guys say so i like rudy i did not know he (laughs) dated anybody but i will say my perspective is a little bit different because um i knew or i know um miss denise morton um who is Bishop's ex-wife. And I would see her at New Beginning. I still see her there sometimes now, depending on what's going on. Um, And so maybe, I don't know, maybe I was too young because when we left New Beginning, I was only like 11. So, you know, maybe I wasn't cognizant, but I just all, I knew that they weren't together, but I just, You can hear your phone vibrating. That's my phone. Oh, you talking to me. That's oh. what I'm telling you right. You can talk oh. about me. <laughs> phone vibrating. Mm-hmm. She's like, she preaching right now. Right. <laughs> or she doing that little thing. <laughs> 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 All right. Disappeared on me. Um, Every time you think we disappear, just know it's you disappearing on us. <laughs> I promise you, it is. I don't know what is the Wi-Fi, but the last thing we heard is you knew that they weren't together or something. Okay, so I knew that they weren't together, but because I would see her, I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. Like I just still mm-hmm. thought that she was in their life. Like that was just their right. family dynamic. I never was like, oh, Bishop's um, interested in somebody. I don't even. I don't know. I just never thought anything like that about him. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I was 11 when we left. So what would a, what should 11 year old be thinking about their pastor? <laughs> Is he married or not? Like, that wasn't any of my concern back then. True enough. But I, I wonder to that point, and I don't know what exact point you're trying to get at, Rudy, but to the they were no longer married, but she continued to show up. Um you know, what is, and I know we talked about before um, the responsibility, the job of first ladies, and we talked about our own experiences with our mothers. Um, but, you know, what is the pastor's wife? I'm about to say, oh, Terry here. <laughs> um, what is the pastor's wife's duties? You know, and I wonder if Mrs. Morton, um, if she felt, I hear my echo. Hello. Hello. Okay. I wonder if Mrs. Morton um, felt obligated as his ex-wife to continue to attend New Beginning. Um, If she just felt, you know, led by the spirit and just enjoyed and loved his teaching so much that she continued to go. Um, She didn't go like that. Like, I've seen her there before, but she wasn't like... uh... She wasn't right there now. like a every it's Sunday only, thing. Like oh, you, you could probably count on one or two hands how many times she came. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like okay. she wasn't just always posted up. 
Okay. Okay. But, but but to your point, my mom was with my like my mom goes to my dad's church and is and is active in it. Like like when they had the. Uh, but your dad is married, there, right? My mom, my mom and dad are married separately. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, your dad is, yeah, I know and that. All four, all four go to the church. I love that. But, but, but even before that, uh, when my mom first moved to Tampa, my dad was already pastor, and she would go to Without Walls and his church. Okay. And then she stopped going to Without Walls and started going to his church full time. And at some point in time in that mix is when she met Jean, which is her husband, mm-hmm. and uh, and they both was at the church. And then later on, my dad got married. And then, and, and then everybody was just still at the church. So my mom was at the church first single, dad single, but they still had nothing, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But it was, I guess, his teaching or whatever, because like she, even even her being there now, like it's not like she's there because like I'm there, like, you know, and she right. wants to be around me. Like I'm long gone and she's right. still been around this whole time. Like she active, she sings, she plays right. instruments, she do, you know, she, she she's like, uh, a, a key pillar, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in the behind the scenes of what goes on in that church, and you know it's her ex husband, right, right. You know but Miss Morton ain't do nothing nowhere near that. Like she okay. just just occasionally, right. There. You know this is off topic, but um, something I've just been thinking about uh, recently. But that's some type of security, um, yeah. and I don't even know if the word is security. Maybe, maybe not that your parents spouses have um to be able to come into a situation like that you know so now married of course they know um you know their spouse's loyalty to them but to see for you guys to be dating and your and you know you know what i'm trying and they attend the same church you know your mom goes to her ex-husband's church you know and so then i bring you to church and this is you know my ex-husband is the past you know like that's some type of security that mr gene has to have and your um your dad's um wife has to have to even be able to do that and i love that um as we talk as i you know want to get married in the future like that type of security um, I may yep. need to sit down <laughs> with yep. him. And Gene and Gene is at Gene's a deacon. He you know works like the camera. So like I mean, he he does you know he cooks a lot, cleans like he's yeah. active. So like everybody is like nobody's like tripping on nothing. You know what I'm saying? But my dad was a single pastor. You know what right. I'm saying? Like or unmarried pastor for mm-hmm. more years than he's been a married pastor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even and even my uh my dad's wife like she's not. She don't do like, like they don't. My dad doesn't want it this way, and nor does she, and nor does anybody really. And so they don't operate this way. But like she doesn't, she doesn't operate the first lady, if you will. Like she's she's his wife. Mm-hmm. She attends the church. She's there. You know what I'm saying? She even sits on the front row, and I and I don't know if she does that purposely or whatever. But like, but and but she's not. Uh, you know, she may like you know pray during the service or whatever. But she's not necessarily, um, and I'm not saying this to, to, to shade anybody, but she doesn't have like a first lady parking space or first lady duties or, you know, uh, ladies meet up with pastor's wife to, you know, to do, right, what, right. like, it's, it's not that type of thing. Like, right. she, she she just, she's there to, to, to help in whatever way he needs help, but, it, you know what I'm saying, it's whatever. And, and so. But your mom, um, it sounds like your mom is more involved than she is yes but that's because my mom has always been that way right like when she when she was growing up in church as a little girl like she was the pastor secretary or directing the choir you know like so she she my mom is just a, is a heavy i'm gonna be in, involved in church person so even right. when we were growing up she would make us do something like you gotta either sing in the choir usher right. camera like you gotta do something to serve god at church right. like you gotta do like, so that's just that's just who she is. So so wherever she would be, she would do that. But it just so happens to be at, you know, my dad's uh her ex husband's church. Yeah, that's 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 I mean, I just feel spirit, you know, mm-hmm. like like right. it speaks so much to I guess who your parents are, who your dad right. is. Right. Um, for them to be able to do not only for them to be able to do that, um, 
just the two of them, like I said, but to bring their spouses in um, is just, I mean, for the four of them. I mean, that's right. just, that's just God all over it. No, real, real talk. Mm-hmm. Real talk. But even, but even my opinion on uh, the, like, I guess, unmarried pastors, I guess where I can see danger is because for one, you are a, especially if you're, if you're a man, I, I, I don't, I don't I don't really know how it works for a woman pastor. I won't really speak on it or for a woman in general. So I won't speak on a woman pastor. But for a man, like when you're a man who has power and a high position, that automatically is going to attract women or married or unmarried, married or unmarried. Mm -hmm. So then if you are a pastor who's trying to date and sift through and whatever because you're trying to actually find this you know compatible mate or whatever like that like that can get dangerous in multiple ways i mean you know your flesh can obviously get weak when it comes down to sexual things but then even just being caught up with the wrong person you know what i'm saying like you're just trying to just casually date but you end up going out with somebody who you know smash the, the waitress over the head with a bottle or so you know anything you know what i'm saying and now you just caught up you know like you in this so I, I think it's dangerous in that part but then also i think some people which i don't know if we experienced this vision more because once again I, I don't i don't i just don't know if i knew enough behind the scenes when it came down to him but some people may not respect the pastor like if they if they're trying to get like marital counseling or something like you know what i'm saying like you ain't married like what, right. what, what like yeah you a pastor but what you gonna tell me God gonna work it out. Right. I need I need somebody. You know what I'm saying. So like, there, I I can see where a single pastor, male or female, especially in regards of counseling and stuff like that, it, people can probably consider it questionable. But to your point, I also agree, Kelly, that that Kelly, that anointing is anointing, and that if somebody has it, I think you can, I think you can tell somebody why smoking crack isn't good without ever smoking crack. You feel what I'm saying? Um, now, if somebody needs some further detail about how crack makes them feel and why it keeps pulling them back in, then you may need somebody who has smoked crack. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and crack is marriage and unmarriage in this in this you. metaphor. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's dramatic, but that's the you know what I'm saying. So if somebody, if the pastor is married, or or at least has been, and just maybe like just say maybe he got like a late divorce, and he like in his, he he in his later age, but he's been married majority of his pastoral career. That's one level of unmarried pastor. But if you've never been married or mm-hmm. you were married for a short period of time or, you know what I'm saying, like you never really grasped that, it could be a little shaky. No. So were we going to say something, Kelly? Go ahead, Janessa. No, I was going to say I agree with both of y'all. I think it can be done. It has been done. But I think it's also very tricky. Um, and I was going to also say, I think in today's world, unfortunately, because I have had a pastor try to holla, um, yeah. it makes it a couple <laughs> even worse. Oh. Um, like that's a whole nother conversation. And I think we've talked about it a little bit here um, about pe- young pastors wanting to marry PKs um, and like joining families and becoming like super families and Hmm. You know, generational passing the yeah passing the about this next week. This other word or the week after after because this is a good topic. I ain't never heard of that. What's it called? It just actually happened with um, Bishop Paul Morton's church. He handed his church over to Jasmine Morton. I don't, I don't know what her last name is. Her married her married name is now, but to her husband. So is she's she the still, first. She, is she still married to oh. Ross or whatever his name was? No, they got a divorce. Oh, okay, I thought. So I this, thought okay, so it's a new. Okay, gotcha, this gotcha. is another guy. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, so Bishop Paul Morton, like maybe within the past year, not even a year, like it's been very soon, recent, um, passed it to his daughter's husband. And so she's now the first lady of was her daughter was his daughter's husband, a PK. Um, I want to say he was a pastor. I want to say he was a pastor in California. He had a church out there. I don't know if he's still, you know, doing both. Or whatnot, but um, but you know, for that family, having churches in two states is not a thing because they had church in New Orleans and a church here, so that right. might not have been a problem. Um, but yeah, so no, I've I've had my 
what I'm talking is from my personal experience of a couple of pastors trying to holler. But I was going to say there's a whole situation where, Rudy, you kind of touched on it. These men are still humans at the end of the day. And so we we think about like the relationships we just have had in life. Pastors don't really have the luxury of going through that privately. Um, you know, if some like you said, if something goes down, you know, pastors moved on and the other girl has it, and now there's drama between that, like I heard some crazy stories. I'm trying not to I'm trying to hold what I say. But like it has spilled over into church, literally. Like in the, in the congregation, you know, someone stands up and says something in the middle of service to somebody else. Um, like it's it's it can go really nasty. It can go really left. Um, you know, like when you you know how some women, not all women, but y'all go through something. They take it to social media. Now, all of a sudden, you know, people are speculating, especially if they know if you're out dating, are you speculating, did did pastor do this? Did pastor say that? Is this who passed? You know what? Like, you don't really have the privacy sometimes, depending on it. And then I also think, unfortunately, and we talked about this, and I wish Terry was here because he would probably like it. Church is a business. And a lot of people see it as money signs. Um, and trying to get into this easy cash flow, non-tax situation. Mm -hmm. Because you remember with like, I want to say with pastors, and I think we've even talked about it with the um, housing situation, pastors can receive a housing allowance or stipend or something worded along that that's tax-free. So that's how people are being, you know, pastors are paying for these million dollar homes because they're getting this allowance that's being allotted for housing that's tax free. And now you can buy, you know, million dollar home, whatever. And so people know that people know that this is a cash cow, easy cash. You know, you can people um, prey on. Unfortunately, some people prey on people's faith or belief in church and God and if they tithe or give don't receive favor and blessing from the Lord um so I think that's another aspect and I think pastors too have it's easy like to get caught up in the fame you know what I'm saying like I would say there are a lot of not a lot but there are some younger pastors today that be rocking the Jordans and you know welcome too go ahead Oh yeah, they be rocking the Jordans, and you know they got the strobe lights. Your dad also watched Power, so we judge him. But your dad be preaching down; he be speaking nothing but the Bible. But I'm just saying, like, there are churches that kind of the the Bible gets watered down because you got the strobe lights and you got the fog machine and you got. You know, the DJ doing a set before the praise team. And then mm. the praise team is doing. Not doing a set. I promise you, I thought I had sent it in the group chat. Um, Go on in, uh, find a seat, get your right. drinks. <laughs> it literally was like DJ set, followed by praise. Did I not send that to y'all? I thought I did. But no, I'm just saying like, you got pastors and preachers like that too that are living this more lavish lifestyle. Um, and women want that, you know what I'm saying? And so if you, if you really aren't careful or as Kelly kind of said, if you're not anointed, dating can become real dangerous. And I think the other part of it, and then I'm going to be quiet, that makes it dangerous is you have a following. And so your actions, um, may impact what someone else does. Mm -hmm. And so you don't want to lead somebody astray, you know, with your own actions as a pastor. Um, And of course, yes, the Lord will forgive us and we're all humans. But I feel like that's just an extra burden that pastors have or or, you know, public figures or whatever. Um, But I guess as a pastor it's even more important because you're dealing with people's souls. As a result of that, do you think that uh, I guess it's really for both of y'all. Do you think that pastors should should kind of do like celebrities do and like date their own like you know the celebrities try to they don't really date just say regular people because you don't know if that person's really for you or not but if you date somebody who already is a celebrity they got what you got whatever it's not you know 
it's kind of more equal. So like should pastors who are single try to date other, if not pastors, I would imagine, you know, at least elders, ministers, I don't know, preachers, evangelists, whatever. I don't know. No, I don't think that they should necessarily date um, other people in ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that they should date, and I don't know how this sounds, but someone with something to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do think that they have to be, you know, selective. I don't think there has to be another minister. Um, because I think for all of our parents, um, their calling initially wasn't you pastor, you know, or whatever. Now they're all in the ministry and support their husbands or whatever. But, um, but yeah, but no, I don't think that they should, but I do think that they have to, you know, they have to be selective. Um, they have to have strong and clear boundaries because I think something else about pastors is that they've been given this gift. And I think you said this, uh, Rudy to draw people in. So not only do I have this power, not only do I have this church and I sit up front, you know, when I, or on the pulpit every day or every Sunday and, you know, I teach these lessons and I have this power. Mm-hmm. I also had this gift of bringing people in. And mm-hmm. I think for women, and this is pastors, non-pastors, but I think for women, sometimes we misinterpret um, men that have that gift. And so... Um, so even when a pastor is just being polite or funny or witty, you know, or charming or, or whatever, and that's just their natural style, you know, with other single women, which there's a lot of, I hear a lot of feedback, which there's a lot of, a, a lot of, um, single women in the church, you know, I think that that may just naturally, I still hear it, that they would just naturally bring them in. And as Janessa says, it can cause a lot of, it can cause a lot of drama um because women and men either way you do it are emotional people you know like you said so you start to get the the windows busted out the cars you start to get the women who's standing up in the you know in the middle Mm -hmm. oh because when you ghosting me and you're not talking to me guess what i know i can show up to mount zion um (laughs) church on sunday at 10 a.m and you're gonna be there you know Mm -hmm. i know that even if i have enough you know to not stand up in the middle of the church let me make sure that i make myself known you know at the end when you you know shaking hands and kissing babies you know and so i think all of that you know plays a role and i didn't even think about the dating piece until you guys just said it you know dating is difficult period um and so in emotions fly and if you're you know dating multiple people if you're not in this committed relationship if you don't set these boundaries if you don't you know kind of hold back some of these gifts as it relates to these single women um because i see my dad sometimes like he'll joke with you know the cashier or whatever just being him and i'm like i can really see how somebody may take it like oh he's right. with me you know <laughs> right, right. Your whole wife at home ain't thought nothing else about it this is just his personality you know so i can definitely see where that can be really tricky um i probably wouldn't suggest though it probably doesn't matter but i wouldn't suggest dating a woman in your congregation I'm, I was just getting ready to ask that next. Should, should, should it be somebody outside of congregation? Go ahead. I know somebody who did, and they eventually got married. Who dated someone in congregation? Um, see, I say no, but then at the same time, I say it doesn't matter because guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to join the church. <laughs> so eventually, I'm coming. But see, I feel like joining afterwards is safer because... Like we've already established this, and then you just right. join the church because this is where I pastor or whatever. But like, if it is somebody, if it's somebody who's in your congregation and it works, then you good. But if it doesn't work, you you it's it's trouble. <laughs> and I definitely wouldn't suggest dating more than two. Like, if you happen to date one that's in the congregation and that don't work, don't go. Don't you can't you can't do number two. <laughs> you want to date her that bad? You better kick out the church. Don't let her. <laughs> I'm not gonna be a member because I'm telling you, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna get too sticky. It is. Yeah, I never thought about it like that, but because, like I said, most of my experiences are with married pastors. But it's interesting. And something else I was just thinking about, Kelly, what you were saying, how pastors have this gift to like invite people in, like in theory. Now I know pastors are human too and have bad days, but I can't really 
count. I probably can't even really think of how many times I've gone to a pastor and got snapped at. You know what I'm saying? Like every time you see a pastor, they're welcoming, mm -hmm. you know, warm, friendly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when every time you come around somebody, they're always, oh, let me give you a hug. Let me pray mm -hmm. for you. I was never, you know, mm -hmm. asking personal questions, not necessarily because they are interested in you in that way, but asking personal questions to show you, hey, I do listen to you. I do, you know, I care. I do know what's going on in your life. It can be misinterpreted as he knows about my mama and her, you know, colonoscopy. Oh my gosh, this man cares exactly. about me. Exactly. <laughs> He asked about my kids. Right. He asked about my kids. He sends me. Don't let him show up to a, like a little basketball game. Right. Exactly. <laughs> show up to a game. I needed money for my rent. You know, he gave me a hundred dollars for some bills. He, did, you know, what I'm saying, and doing just what pastors do. You know, and you know, as women, we tend to misinterpret. You know, a man's intentions. You know, and so I feel like, and I've even talked to guys. You know, and I've talked to a guy in particular who was just like, man, I really want to sit down and talk to your dad just about how he how he does it. Um, how does he um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, you know, but being married, how does he, you know, not engage with all of these women, you know? And I'm like, I'm going to tell you what he's going to say is the word of God, Jesus, he pray, he, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because not that I think that my father doesn't find another woman attractive. Right. Um, he doesn't, but I guess he could. Um, <laughs> My mama is fine. fine. Right. Listen, <laughs> let's be clear. She is the most beautiful thing that he has ever seen. But, um, but yeah, but you know, he was just like, I just wonder how he does it. And I think it's something very intentional, but again, he's married, um, you know, and so for a guy that wants to be married, that wants love, that dates somebody out the state. <laughs> they, yeah, I I wouldn't do in the congregation. That can be real, real tricky. Because like I said, if it don't work, then that like, if it works, that's the only way. Like it, it has to be just a perfect situation. But if it don't work, because don't you know, like you said, when you think about just dating in general, you go through phases where you don't like nobody. You know, you don't like them, then you like them. Don't like them, you don't like them, and. I can just imagine, especially if you have friends or family in that church and, you know, who do you go to to talk about your issues to? You're going to go to other church members, you right. know, not necessarily because you're trying to talk about your business. But if that, you know, Sister Sister Smith is your, you know, your prayer partner. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you're talking about the past to your prayer partner. Right. Mm -hmm. And. And it's just kind of like family. It's, it is kind of like family to a certain extent. I didn't think about this either. You know, in relationships, we try not to tell our parents what's going on because they're going to ride for us. If you if we say, right. oh, we don't like him because we got an argument and he cussed me out or whatever it is, you know, your parents, that's it. Right. Whatever happened, they going to focus on it. Right. And right. so that's kind of how like the rest of the church members are. They just going to be stuck on what pastor did this to you? No. But then y'all kiss and make up and, you know, it was a misunderstanding and it wasn't that big of a deal anyway. And now y'all back together. But now you got your church members looking at Pastor like. Because you know they're going to talk. And so, exactly. you know, he told Sister Smith, her prayer partner, and Sister Smith done text the whole group chat talking about Pastor and they all looking at him funny. Um, whole group chat. And you know, people feel entitled too, you know, and so they feel entitled to go and say something to pastor and all sorts like this don't have nothing to do with you. Um know him before he was preaching. Right, <laughs> right, especially the older lady, honey. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when he was <laughs> just a deacon. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's <laughs> he was just a deacon. <laughs> Girl, a Sunday school teacher, right. just a Sunday school teacher. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Once a month. Or <laughs> Sundays. <laughs> so I want I want oh go ahead. Go ahead finish. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say so this is my this is my final little thing that I wanted to uh, ask y'all about. And this is just opinionated. Um because there is there is an unmarried pastor who is was unmarried for a very, very long time and is actually now getting married. Um and I just want to know what y'all thought about it. Uh, Bishop Noel Jones, you know, he- uh, From California? From California, you know, he's he's been unmarried this entire time, but he's been dating 
Is he getting married to the girl who was on the show? He's getting married to the woman from the show. Oh, congratulations. For decades. Decades. Literally. Multiple like, people or like the same woman? No. The same woman. Each other. They've been dating each other for decades. Decades. Okay. Decades. Okay. And they're just not getting married. I mean, so, I mean, at least 20 plus years. Like, literally. Yeah. And it's just been them two? Like, they haven't dated as, as I know. Days. Okay. So, I watched the show. I think it was, what, Preachers of LA? LA. Real Preachers of LA or something like that. He was on there. And he was dating that woman. And it was like, man, she really wanted to be married. And he was just like, cool, not. <laughs> and it was really kind of sad because you could tell she really wanted it. And apparently, like Rudy said, they have been already dating for an extended period of time. Um, and, you know, as a woman, I understand that, especially at 30, 33 now. You know, there was a once upon time before me and Chris started dating. I was like, OK, now, God. <laughs> so I get I get that from her. Um, but that show came on TV at least 10 years ago or so. Like, it's been a while since that show came on. So show. Yeah, so to hear now, like, 10 years after the show was on and they were already dating for, like, five years when they were on the show, congratulations. And I would just say to that, if that's what works for them, that's what works for them. Um, I personally, that would not have worked for me. I would even say probably year one. That would have been the end of it. But if that's what worked for her, I'm just trying to see how, because supposedly they ain't smashed the whole time. Oh, I didn't know that part. That would see that would that would that would I be one? Because it's one thing to be celibate and you've been single, hey, amen. And I ain't saying that they did smash. Maybe they're single. But, but I'm saying like you you don't you don't have no companionship. Like gotcha. you just you just uh, Enoch out here down there. But if you have a a consistent companion that you're that you're attracted to. You think my mom and, and stepdad and all them going to the same church is is amazing. Like that to me, like if, if that's really a thing, that like they really haven't had sex this entire time until whenever they get married here recently. Hey man, all my hats off because <laughs> I've 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 definitely dealt with spouts of celibacy. And I say spouts because uh they be more or less like, you know. I don't be wanting to be celibate. Just, I be feeling like God just kind of put me in celibate situations uh, sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't find myself around women. You know what I'm saying? And I and so I, I most people will call it a, a drought. I'm just going to say celibacy. But that's way easier for me to do when I'm not around women. Mm -hmm. But if, if I'm around women constantly... I could definitely see that drought or that celibacy coming to an end. You know, to an end fairly quickly. Or at least at some point in time. It doesn't have to be fairly quickly, but at some point in time. Once again, and now if you're talking about somebody who I'm in love with, somebody who I'm attracted to for 20 plus years, I'm saying me. I ain't mm -hmm. saying he did it. I ain't saying they did it. If they did, they, they, if I believe it. they say they ain't do it, they ain't do it. I'm just saying me. I ain't got to be a pastor. I'm saying me, just as me. I I don't I don't see that happening. Y'all 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 talking about y'all see not getting married in 20 years. I can see somebody being that trifling. But <laughs> 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 not having sex in 20 years with a companion. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's deep. Somebody queue up uh Mary J. Blige real love, okay? Because ooh. Right. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's that's you know, but but Kelly, any any thoughts on Noel Jones before we get out of here? I don't. I wasn't. I mean, I know of him, but I wasn't aware of his situation, um, of his relationship. I didn't watch it. Um, when Pastors, Real Pastors of L.A. came out, I wasn't interested. Um, and I believe they tried to do a Real Pastors of. Atlanta. They did a couple different cities, yeah. Did they do Atlanta? Did they ever do Atlanta? They might have. I know they did like I think Detroit and something. Yeah, I don't think they did Atlanta because I that would have been. 
I think they did a pull in for it. <laughs> I do think they did a pull in for it. Maybe I think, they, I think they was trying to do it, but maybe they yeah. didn't get all the pastors involved or whatever. Yeah, I think it was a talk show because they had Joel, not Joel, uh, John Gray, the guy from Travelers Rest, uh, E. Dewey Smith. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the oh, other two. It was like yeah. a talk show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I that. didn't watch that one either. Yeah, that, 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 was, yeah, that was a reality show. They did try a talk show with them for yeah. They, it, they, I don't even think it made it to an official season. Like they did like, yeah. a, like a little five episode trial or something. Yeah, and it never really got off the ground. Yeah. So got you, but yeah, no, I don't have any um, additional thoughts. I mean, I'm like Janessa, twenty years wasn't gonna that ain't gonna happen. Um, but I'm happy for him. Can y'all hear that? Was that thunder? Oh, I'm just, yeah, we can hear it loud and clear. Yeah. Don't get struck now, Rudy. Are you outside? Uh, well, definitely outside. Um, and it's not lightning yet, it's just that's just the noise. That's not how lightning works. Go inside, Rudy. I mean, you know, I'm scientist. Not, I'm not on anything metal, you know what I'm saying? I'm on like. That's not how it works. <laughs> I got I got my feet together. That's what they say, right? That's not how lightning works. <laughs> hey, well, it's I'm gonna at least be out here to this go. Uh, so. Well, Kelly, church announcement. Church announcement. <laughs> yeah. Well, on Instagram, you all you can find us at the worst ones PK. I haven't been doing my job. Period. Hey man. Hey man. <laughs> See, I can be honest. I'm growing. I'm you growing. Heard, you heard that lightning? You got scared. You know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> here, you I haven't. I haven't been doing my job. God has spoken. <laughs> That's all I can say. So, but I will tell you what's consistent. Rudy does his job, and hey, so man. every Tuesday a new episode drops. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us wherever you find your podcast and just type in the Worst Ones Podcast. And when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. I promise you, we'll always be there. And if not, there's like 60-something, 70-something episodes that you can watch of us we have a good amount of content at this point so check us out come see us um youtube spotify podcast at princess kales 51 (laughs) progress 69 to be exact 69 thank you this will be 69 69 episodes um but yes we gotta have a party at 100 yeah, we gotta go to Florida. Gotta go to Florida. So we gotta we gotta count those weeks in a minute. Yeah, I say Rudy, do the math, please. Right. <laughs> Y'all can find me at Melanated Roots for all things. Um thing. Coffee, I forgot beer, my own <laughs> thing. Coffee beer. We have fun over here. Coffee tea beer. We have fun over here. Right. <laughs> we haven't been having fun recently, but that's because I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> my Brooklyn tea. Go ahead. I, that's on my list. I told yeah. Chris I wanted to go. Um, and like tomorrow, we're going to Urban Grind. And so, like I said, I'm going to start posting just the random places we go because we yeah. go places all the time. Um, so tomorrow I'll post Urban Grind when I go. And you can follow me on my personal page at jrihanna double underscore. Yeah. I don't think I post that much over there either. But She's not having fun anywhere. All right. At least my page is open. I see a, at J Rihanna double underscore from time to time. You did at Melanated Brews. No, they don't pop up. <laughs> J Rihanna. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Terry Wayne Comedy. You can find him at Terry Wayne Comedy. Uh, all things offensiveness, jokes, and politics. Uh, if you want to argue with somebody, he will definitely argue <laughs> all day. Uh, at the podcast official page is the most important one. My personal page, I don't be on it. I right. haven't seen it recently. Yeah, I, don't, nope. I, don't, I don't be on it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, because social media has been distracting me mm-hmm. as a viewer, and I can't manage to. Well, there's a couple things. <clears throat> but the main thing I'm explaining right now is I can't manage to post and stay off of social media. 
So now I just stay off altogether. Oh, uh, okay. Because the scrolling, it it, it 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 wastes a lot of time that I be needing to do other stuff. So, understood. Uh, so I I try not to be on that uh, as much as possible. So, anyways, at the podcast official page, it's the other podcast that I host that Kelly hates. I uh, don't hate it. You do. You one day we'll talk about my concerns with the podcast, not the concerns, but my thoughts. For this podcast, we appreciate the 500,692,843 people who listen faithfully every single week. Uh, Thank y'all. God bless y'all. And we will see you next week. Yeah.